Hey guys, welcome back to Bible Plus. Today we're in Hebrews chapter 6. So uh, in the book so far, are you beginning to hear a call from God? Are you hearing the invitation from the author, the, the beckoning uh, written to these Hebrew believers? And it, it's not a whisper, it's it really a shout. We're being called forward, not to stay behind, but it's time to press on, advance, leave the old, and go on. I love those words, go on. Okay, that's what we're talking about today in chapter six. So we're actually in the third warning of this book from the author, which is that we need to be brought onto maturity. It's not normal in life for anything to grow and not reach maturity. It's not normal to stop growing before we're fully grown. From yesterday's podcast on chapter five, what was emphasized in Hebrews, it's it's not Christ's earthly ministry where he died for our sins, but it's his heavenly ministry to minister to us his very life so that we can mature. In chapter six, the author continues this thought saying we need to be brought on to maturity, not laying again a foundation of repentance. This is in uh, verse one of chapter six. He says, we need to leave the the beginning of the word of Christ that we've received. So in in verse six uh, of chapter six, Uh, the author says, it's as if they're crucifying again for themselves, the son of God. Christ was crucified once and for all. And we know that from Hebrews 10.10, which says he was offered as an offering once for all. He doesn't need to be crucified again. So in our experience, what this looked like for ourselves when we're focused on ourselves and we need to offer the son of God again, Um, this is an open shame to him because he's been offered once for all. In our experience, what this means is that we can have Christ's redemption as our sure foundation, as our beginning, but never go on much from there. Not growing, not reaching maturity in life. This is horrible. And this is what the author here is shouting at us to go on and uh, not stay where we are. The Hebrew believers to whom this book was written, they were staggering in their Christian life. They were wondering in their mind, uh, wandering, and they're wondering whether to go on or to go back. At this very point, this is when the, this book was written to encourage them to go on. Here we see a basic principle. So if any of us have fallen from the right track, if we've been distracted at all, if we've stopped running the race for some time, but then we get stirred up to go on, guess what? We should not hesitate or ask questions. We should just go on. When many of the young people are stirred up to go on with the Lord, some of them are concerned with what they should do before they can go on, wondering whether the Lord will forgive them or be happy with them. If you're like this, it will be difficult for you to go on with the Lord. If you mean business with the Lord, guess what? Simply go on with him. Forget about whether he will forgive you or be happy with you. Do not take time to consider such things until you have reached the goal and gained the prize. Do not wonder whether you're right or wrong. Just go on. I love this. We should forget about laying another foundation and just go on. Don't consider whether the Lord will forgive you or not. Just go on until you reach the goal. He will forgive you and he wants us to grow and mature. That's the call here. All right, I want us to look at a a verse at at the very end of the chapter, um, almost right at the end, Hebrews 6, 19, very quotable, Instagram-worthy verse. Actually, I, I looked it up and there's tons of uh, artistic portrayals. They're, they're really beautiful looking on this verse. 
Um, but because, you know, it talks about a hope, which is the anchor of our souls. Sounds so lovely, but what is the hope that is the anchor of our souls? Uh, do we need a, we need an anchor for our soul? Are we led in many directions? Sometimes, um, losing aim, losing purpose, not knowing which way to go in our Christian life or feeling stuck. Well, we need an anchor for our soul. It's this hope, but what is this hope? Is it a hope to be happy? Is it a hope to be wealthy, to be victorious? It's just the hope of what God has promised, what he promised to Abraham and what he's promised to us, which is to be mature sons and heirs of all that God is. That means to be fully grown and mature sons and receiving, enjoying, and inheriting all that God is to his people. For this promise to be fulfilled, though, we need to be brought on to maturity, okay? So I love this. The hope we, we have, which is promised to us, it can tend to be forgotten. I don't know if that ever happens to you. It does to me. So in verse 17, it says, God intending to show more abundantly, that means to get the attention of the heirs of the promise, the unchangeableness of his counsel. He's like, in case you forgot, um, here, so you remember the unchangeableness of my counsel, he interposed with an oath. That means he promised it, but then he sealed it with an oath on top of that. Uh, why? Why was that an oath on top of the promise needed? Was his promise not good enough? Was he gonna break it? No, verse 18 says, it is impossible for God to lie, but it's put there that we may have strong encouragement. I love that. Do you, during this pandemic, do you need strong encouragement? Not just a little bit, but strong encouragement that we would flee those who have fled. You know, we need to flee sometimes how bad we feel. We need to flee uh, whether how bad we feel about a mistake we've made and lay hold on the hope which is set before us. And then it says, this hope is the one we have as an anchor of our soul, both secure and firm, and which enters within the veil where Christ is, where the forerunner Jesus has entered for us, for having become forever a high priest according to the order of Melchizedek. And that's how this chapter ends. Um, this is so encouraging. I hope we're starting to hear this call to go on and not remain, forget about everything else and just run. Um, I'm going to read verse 12 to end, and, and, uh, this is my hope and prayer for myself and for you guys. Really, it is. Um, verse 12 says that you may not be sluggish. All right. Don't, don't we need some of that, that we would not be sluggish, but be imitators of those who through faith and long suffering are inheriting the promises. So God is strongly encouraging us to inherit the promises and guess what? As we have others that we're running with and looking toward, um, we just imitate their faith and inherit the promised God with them. Everyone have a wonderful day. Uh, this was Hebrews 6. Thanks for joining.